Hey guys, welcome to the second ever episode of Reality Redefined. My name is Nick. I am Ian. How about you say your name is where people can hear you? What was it we, we said we should call myself? Oh, Bear something? Bear Minimum. Yeah, Bear Minimum. That... Hi, I'm Bear Minimum. And uh, today, for hopefully the first of many uh, guest appearances on the show, it is my lovely and talented wife, Mandy. Hello. 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 You want to sing for us now, Mandy? No. She's not a, she's not a Hold guest. On. She's I, a I third thought, member of the show. I thought this whole episode was about Mandy singing online. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> my wife is a very talented singer, but she doesn't want to sing for us. Uh, so what's going on, guys? Not a whole lot. What's going on with you, Nick? No. I, I... How are you? How have you been? Mandy, how are you been? How's it going? How's How's everything Good. going for you? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's I'm, going really well for I don't me. understand why you had to ask her that. You live with her. You should know. Because I don't, I mean, I, I do live with her, but I, like, I think I live in my basement and at work more than anything probably. else. Probably. And any problems that she's having in life are probably your fault anyway. More than likely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you guys don't know, Mandy has been on many, many podcasts with us. She did 21 episodes of our 138 episodes of the Life and Journal mm-hmm. podcast. So she is a podcast veteran. I did how many? You did 21 episodes. Oh, I thought you said 121. I was no, like, wait a second. <laughs> no, 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 just 21 of them. Oh, okay. So if Still, you guys- you're 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 the third guest. You're the third host. So Mandy's so one of the episodes Mandy did uh, on Life in General with us was uh, an episode where we were talking about uh, like um, was it unsolved mysteries that that Mm -hmm. we were doing so that was really fun so it was kind of like one of the basis episodes that kind of gave us the idea of doing this show so we figured hey let's have Mandy on and we'll talk some more stuff obviously we've got like a a very different topic in mind tonight but. Still conspiracy ish. Conspiracy. It is a conspiracy well, it is. theory. And several, it's, well, there's actually several little ones in and there. There's, and it's music related. Mm. Mandy, are you, are you a fan of the Beatles at all? You can be honest. I, I don't think she should be honest if I, it's anything other than yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. There's, there's I don't lot, know anything well, about I mean, There's them. lots of people out there that aren't fans of the Beatles. Yeah, well, there's lots of people who vote for Donald Trump, too, but you know. <laughs> so this whole, uh, this whole show is like supposed to be non political. I'm sorry. Okay, episode. there's a lot of people out there who just don't have good taste. There Mandy go. has good taste, so there you go. She should like the Beatles. Do, does she? <laughs> well, she does because she married me. Well, everyone's, everyone, everyone with good taste is allowed to screw up once in a while. Man. Right. Well, she's a fan of NSYNC also. Yes, that's great. So about those Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the uh, there's a whole bunch of different conspiracy theories about the Beatles. Mm-hmm. The big one, though, is the fact that Paul died. died. And was replaced. And was replaced. Do you know anything about this conspiracy theory? Ian? Yes, I do. I mean, not not personally. I wasn't there, but well, well obviously, because it happened long before you were born. Mandy, do you know anything about this at all, or no? I don't think so. So, kind of the way that it goes is back in, uh, I think it was like early 1967. A rumor started kind of circulating that Paul had died in a car accident mm-hmm. while driving. I guess it was north of London. I guess it happened on November 9th. I don't remember. So it had to be November 9th, 1966. Okay. I don't remember the dates, but yeah. So the way the kind of story goes is Paul and the Beatles are in the recording studio uh, working working on whatever album it was, 
and a big like heated argument breaks out. <clears throat> and Paul gets mad, hops in his car, and goes zooming off down the road. So he gets in this accident, and he's decapitated. So to spare the public the grief of his death. Which, and to not which, lose a bunch of money. Which seems interesting. I, I don't know. Because what I heard was, I didn't hear anything about sparing the public, but they were riding high on this on this money train known as the Beatles, and they didn't, didn't want to risk losing that. I mean, what do you think, maybe? I, I, I would assume that if you're... A death like that, I would think, would probably if, boost. If that had happened, it happened to Joey Fatone at the height of Insane. How would you feel? Devastated. Yes, but, <laughs> but would it, would it, as a fan of a group, as an, a fan of an artist or a group, uh-huh. does your life end? Does I does don't the know public, if it's really like does the that. public mourning go so deep as to like justify a no. giant conspiracy? I, I, I survived Anna Nicole's death. No, I'm still yeah, here. I mean, yeah, yeah, barely, but I, I'm here. I think kind of like the basis of the conspiracy there uh, goes is more along the lines of they were afraid that the mourning of his death was going to be too big and it would like destroy their career. Uh, I could see that because I could see me not listening to InSync if we're using that example. Once one's gone, okay. they replaced him with somebody else. Which, I if wouldn't you think listen. about it, if you think about the Beatles, Mandy, in the '60s, they were just another boy band, right? It's Dude, you could argue same. they were the first. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's the same kind of principle. So I guess the kind of the comparison applies. I think. Mm-hmm. So you would you think it would have hurt the band going forward? Do you think it would have? Yeah. You you wouldn't have listened to NSYNC without no Lance Bass. It's it wouldn't be NSYNC anymore. So yeah. right, and it's Paul McCartney. Like. That's Paul McCartney. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> and uh, so they decided to replace Paul with, with a lookalike, yeah. and kind of go on with the notion that nothing had happened. Mm-hmm. No, so it's kind of interesting because around the same time, the Beatles had announced that they were no longer going to be touring, so it, it worked. You know, it kind of fit that, that they could easily maybe replace somebody with a lookalike because mm-hmm. he wouldn't be out on the road. Yeah, prone and, to being identified. And I believe. My Beatles timeline, it kind of sucks. So you might be better at mm-hmm. knowing what album it was going to, but I believe it was going into Sgt. Pepper. If it was November 66, I believe so, yes. Okay. That sounds right. So going into Sgt. Pepper, they were kind of changing their image and everything anyway. Right. So it kind of feeds into, oops, almost knocked over my drink. That would have really, really been terrible. Yeah, you'd hear a live electrocution. You heard me going, no, like a big tear. Mm. Or electrocuting yourself. <laughs> I'm rooting for electrocution. Wait, what would have? I guess the soundboard is plugged in. the The keyboard is not though. No, I know. I was thinking you would have spelled it on the key on the soundboard. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. Everything was really changed. But there, you could argue that they were they were toying around with a psychedelic kind of music to begin with, and yeah. like Revolver, which yeah. was right before that. And it's kind of interesting though, because depending on the conspiracy soul. theory you believe, uh, one. Conspiracy theory says that the Beatles held a secret audition mm-hmm. where they selected somebody, right? And the other one was that they uh, they ran into some guy. He was just a, a homeless guy, had no family, looked like Paul, and that's who they went with. Which is very convenient. 
Yeah. Well, of course. Of course. So, yeah, what I, are we going to do? Hey, that homeless guy looks just like Paul. We got it. We're good. So, so it goes that the there was a it was an orphan named William Campbell. Is who they end up with, and it was William Campbell that they trained to act and sound exactly like Paul McCartney. I can buy someone who kind of looks like Paul McCartney, and I could buy someone who kind of sounds like Paul McCartney. I can't buy someone who looks like and sounds like Paul McCartney. Right. I mean, you don't think there's like voice training or something you could go through to... Not no. to that extent. No. I think you could... No. A little bit, but not really. You're going to be able to tell a difference. Yeah, yeah. I would think so, too. Well, I mean, their style and stuff changed around that time. They, but they, they all of yeah, their styles guess, changed. I don't know. They were like... Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, though. They were no longer... I mean, they were kind of, they moved on. They definitely moved on from like the bubblegum pop kind of stuff. Yeah, but like so you said, a tribute. But I said the, to that. Yeah, yeah like I change. said, they were kind of moving away from that anyway with Rubber Soul and Revolver. Yeah. I can say one thing: if this conspiracy was true, that uh, then they really hit the nail on the head with William Campbell because he wrote some incredible fucking songs after this. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and see, that's the other thing. It seems to me like, why would John share? That much writing credit, considering him and Paul argued about that all the time anyway. Yeah. Why would he share it with this guy? Oh, I know. Well, because he had to, because there's... No, he didn't. All the the songs just started being written by John. Yeah. You could just as easily... It's no different than than Pink Floyd. Yeah. You know, Pink Floyd, at the beginning, it was Sid was writing, and, you know, everyone was writing. A lot of the wall was, was written mostly by... Well, the, Roger Waters, you know, the wall was entirely written by. Well, that's Roger my Waters, point. But... It wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility that one artist guess, took but over. I, but it would, it especially wouldn't... with the change in the sound. But it was Lennon McCartney. You know, it was like this dynamic duo in music mm-hmm. that it would be very strange for one of them all, all you know, to to kind of like drop off and not write music anymore. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I I've never bought into it, but. I'm sure you're going to get into it. There's a lot of all these little hidden yeah, I'm gems gonna, I'm gonna and get into the clues. I'm going to get into the clues. You yeah. probably know more of the clues than what I have on my list. But so the another conspiracy theory, the way the uh, another turn in the in the uh, uh, theory goes, is that uh, it wasn't an audition or anything. It was actually MI5 were the ones that orchestrated the replacement, knowing that the public would be too distraught over Paul McCartney's death. Again, I don't, I don't see that. I mean, there was there was a huge, there was some devast, there was devastation when Buddy Holly and 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 all that happened. Big Bopper, Big Bopper, and Richie Valens died. I mean, but it didn't, it didn't affect a nation. And I don't think it, it definitely affected Don McLean. <laughs> <laughs> the day. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Me and he's saying on the show, we're done. <laughs> Thanks, guys. The, the day, <laughs> bravo, encore, encore. <laughs> the muse. There we go. Yes. Um, that's the only. That's the only thing that Don McLean was ever inspired by. Yeah. Inspired for anyway. Um, but again, I, I mean, Britain was in the in the midst of severe austerity. At this point, still from World War II, they were still built rebuilding after World War II yeah. in the late sixties and early seventies. Not to mention all the um, union strikes that were going, starting to happen, especially in the late sixties. I don't think MI five really—it's something MI five would have. No, I know that. Well, Ian, come on. 
there's going to be a lot of conspiracy theories we talk about this well, show. I know, but say? you've got to point out the, the, the illogical side of things, too, because otherwise, you know, I mean, that's that's I don't you know, but yeah, I so I don't see MI5 getting involved. No. So the Beatles were so overtaken by guilt for replacing Paul McCartney mm-hmm. that they left clues in their songs and album covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, I so the I guess kind of going back a little bit. This conspiracy theory kind of started circulating in what I say '67. Yeah, but it didn't really explode until October of 1969. Okay, although they, there's a supposedly a lot of little hidden hints in the Sgt. Pepper album cover. Of well, it's actually Abbey Road. No, it's Sgt. Pepper too. Oh well, the, I got most of the ones I got were from Abbey Road. Right. So anyway, the the reason that this conspiracy theory exploded and kind of the reason why I wanted to pick it for this very second episode is that it's the city of Detroit's fault that this thing actually exploded. So in October of 1969, a, an anonymous caller calls into the radio station, uh, WKNR, which is in Detroit mm-hmm. and uh disc jockey, Russ Gibb and this anonymous guy spent like two hours discussing uh, Paul's death. Paul's death. Uh-huh. And they go over like all these different uh, reasons why, the, all the clues that uh, that they could see. This is in 69. This is in October of 69. Mm-hmm. And the story, actually, the this program actually ends up getting so, uh, so popular that like a couple of days later, the Michigan Daily, which is the, I believe it was like the Ann Arbor kind of like, U of M newspaper for the mm-hmm. area at the time, a, uh, a U of M student had heard the exchange over the, over the, on the radio and wrote a, uh, a review. Of course it was satire of Abbey road and kind of went over all this kind of the same stuff mm-hmm. that the, uh, you know, that they had talked about and over and from the radio program and from the news article, it kind of like exploded across the U S so that's kind of like where the growth came from. And it was actually so big that in October of that year, John Lennon called into the same radio station to kind of complain about the whole thing and actually said it was the stupidest rumor you'd ever heard. Hmm. But uh, Which, you know, John was not known for his uh, tact. Well, do <laughs> you think? Yeah. So some of the clues that was left behind. Um, so while on air, Russ Gibb, at the insistence of this mystery caller, played the song Revolution 9 backwards and claimed that he heard the words, Turn Me On, Dead Man. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I've never tried playing it backwards. No, you can hear I, it. Supposedly I, you can hear it even in, there's, it, there's that in, um, I don't fucking remember. I should have asked. I saw my dad yesterday. He knows all these things because he's like all the little song elements. Yeah. Um, cause he, he was like, Oh, let, let's listen. We were in the car one day and he's like, turn it up really loud. And in with that, I mean, just off Spotify, you can kind of make it. If you think about it, mm-hmm. it does kind of sound like turn me on dead man. Yeah. Hmm. But they said this is playing it backwards. You can hear it. Yeah. No, this is, uh, it even comes up on this article. It's not played backwards. That, that was, I think that's like a mistake. I think I'm a little low, by the way. I don't sound very good in the mic. Well, you sound, I you, you sound fine over there. Okay. Yeah. It's just maybe just my headphones. But, um, because like I said, yeah, you're I, coming through fine on the um, computer. My dad made me play it in the car, and 
like I said, on the digital Spotify version, and we turned it up really loud. And like I said, it's it's a sound effect that, like most so- like sounds like that. If you're if you kind of have an idea of what it's what someone says it might say, you kind of hear that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's there, but it's not in the reverse side. Now there might be something other than that that's the reverse yeah. thing, but that "Turn Me On, Dead Man" is in the song, and I fucking can't remember. Sorry, I can't remember the name of the song. So there's another clue that they had discussed that night on the radio, and that was the line, I buried Paul, that John says at the end of Strawberry Fields Forever. Is that in the official lyrics? So he doesn't say I buried Paul, though. The line is actually cranberry sauce, but the way that... (laughs) The way that he again, if you hear the, with his accent, it sounds I'm like I buried Paul. Right. <laughs> oh, and Magical Mystery Tour, I think, came out first before Sergeant Pepper. I think. No, Did no, it? no, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Never mind. Forget. Yeah, I was say I thought. Yeah, but the the album cover thing with Sergeant Pepper is it uh, refers to the back cover. Wherever all the Beatles are facing the photo, the photographer except Paul is facing away from it. Really? Yes. And the Magical Mystery Tour depicts one unidentified band member in a different colored suit from the other three. So I know, I know, with Sergeant Pepper, Paul is wearing a patch mm-hmm. that says OPD. Which they, which the you know the conspiracy says means officially pronounced dead. dead. Right, and there's something to do with the the floral arrangement in the front that's supposed to be like a funeral arrangement as well. So about the patch though, the patch doesn't say OPD. It actually says OPP for Ontario Provincial Police, which was given to Paul McCartney. So that's that's where the patch comes from. Right. And also on the inside cover of. I don't know if you've ever seen the inside cover of the Salt Media, but there's a bunch of stuff on the inside of it. But one of the pictures is, I believe it's George Harrison, and he's pointing. And they said the line in one of the songs he's pointing at, he's pointing at is a reference to Paul being dead also. Okay. Hmm. Which seems like a lot of stuff to kind of go through. Right. To say that right, but is it outside the realm of possibility for a creative group like them to do something like that? No, maybe not. But I, again, it's it's a lot of reading into stuff. Yeah. Oh know? well. Well, the the, the next thing. the next clue you're really reading into yes, yeah. is uh, that uh, walrus has Greek roots and means corpse, mm-hmm. which I couldn't find anything that corroborated that. Right. Which in the song Glass Onion, yes. John confirms the he walrus says, was Paul. Yes. The line is actually, here's another clue for you all, the, the walrus was Paul. So they're playing on it. They're yes. playing with it. Yeah. You know? And that was, uh, well, that was on the White Album. Yes. Which was 68. So, I mean, this was before apparently it blew up. But obviously the, the rumors were going around at that yeah. point. Well, it was after Paul died. So right, which would have been sixty six. Yes, mm-hmm. so. that's what I'm saying. It's I'm like saying two the, years the, the 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 rumors like yeah. going around. You said it exploded in sixty nine because of Detroit. Correct. But they were supposedly throwing clues out yeah. way before that. So Abbey Road is kind of like the big one. Mm-hmm. Abbey Road is like the big confession, right. right? And that's because the cover of Abbey Road. Have you ever seen the cover of Abbey Road, Mandy? Yes. Okay, so it's done like walking say, across the street. Everyone yeah, knows it. Yeah, yeah. Knows so it. the cover of Abbey, of Abbey Road, if you think about it in your head, the cover is a funeral procession. Yep. 
So John is in front. Dressed John, as like a minister. He's in black. So White. Oh, he's, I'm sorry. He's white. Yeah. So he is the preacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ringo is in all, next, and he's in all black, and he is the undertaker. So Paul is the barefoot corpse, which I never even realized Paul he's was barefoot. barefoot. Yep, he's barefoot and his eyes are closed. Yes. So he is a, he's the corpse. And then George in the very back in all denim, he's the grave digger. Yep. So I, it's some of the other uh, things is Paul has a cigarette in his right hand, even though he was left-handed. Right. Um, and there was something else to also. That can be... I. I, I'm right-handed, and I smoked with my left hand all the time, too. So no, okay. But so there's, there's it, a, the whole cover. Don't they drive on the wrong side of the road there? In England, yeah. Well, they drive on the left side. It's not the wrong side to them, but. Because on the cover, it looks like the car's coming. Wait, hold, nothing. Oh, that's it. That's thanks, Yeah, there's Andy. something on the license plate. The license plate is LMW28F. Right. So it is because Paul... Would have died at twenty seven, so he would have been twenty eight if he was still been alive. L M W. Do you know what that is? My dad, Linda like said, McCartney, widow. Uh, I was gonna say my dad went over all this stuff. We've we had huh. long discussions about all this because he's fascinated, very fascinated by these. Uh, yeah, these, these conspiracy theories and looking for the clues in the album covers. So your that. dad's actually gonna listen to this episode? Uh, if I tell him it's it's on, yeah, I'm sure he will. So. Do you know any of this? So that's all the clues that I had. Do you know any other ones, Ian? Just little things just like that. It's, you know, the there was something to do with the way he looked, too. There was, um, and this wasn't from some of my dad's stuff, but this was from a, a video I'd watched on YouTube about it. Mm-hmm. After him, my dad and I had a, kind of had a conversation about it. And there's something about, I've heard about the left-handed to right-handed thing, and then I've also heard that- Which that's kind of bullshit. Well, I don't know. Like I said- I don't I, know if- When I smoked, I don't know if I ever really smoked with my le- with my left hand. I did. But mainly because when you're driving, you-, you Yeah, you, I guess. But that, know, that'd be the only time I probably did. Yeah, I, I did sometimes just walking around, too. But yeah, I, I would say it was dominant with my right, but yeah. it, it, you, you, you know, it was all over the place. Did you say no, Mandy? About smoking with your non-dominant hand? Yeah, I won't think so. You didn't smoke very often. No. Yeah, yeah, but casual smoking. That would feel awkward weird. to put it in yeah. your other hand. Like I said, but once, I mean, once it, you've been I haven't smoked in 14 years, so it feels awkward regardless what yeah. I do, but I don't know. I guess I just don't think I ever, maybe, I don't know. I don't Not know. very often. You never used your ashtray, right? In your car? No, I always used. The window. The window. So then you had to. Have, you had to. Have well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. During my when I was driving, right. yeah, but I don't think oh. any other time. Like I said, it, oh. it was. I would say I didn't, I didn't smoke in my car a whole lot either. But right. Well, I did a long time. So, you know, like I said, it was in my car. But yeah, it was. It was just. I wouldn't say it was a a, a conscious thing. But what was it look for, Mandy? Because you smoked in your car all the time. It stunk so bad. But that's why when I got my new car, I, yeah, I he, never smoked. He, once it. he bought the newer cars, he gotcha. stopped doing it. It was the, yeah. the Thunderbird. Yeah, that yeah, was my, that, my, that thunder, was, my Thunder Chicken. Yeah, that was a big old gas train. Nasty. Yeah. Yeah. The thing was a rolling coffin. I thought I was going to die in that thing <laughs> many a times. Well, maybe if you hadn't driven under the influence several times. Oh, whatever. Because <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were a party guy that back then when you had that thing. Whatever. Um, young and dumb. <laughs> yes, young and dumb. Uh, but yeah, there's something to do with his look too, like not his phys- like style look, but there the video was like comparing pictures of Paul 
pre-death and Paul post-death, and there was something to do with like his facial structure. Really? I mean, it, it, I don't, I didn't see anything to it, but these guys were like deep into like, oh. you know, the there's that symmetry symmetry thing with the face and yeah. all that, and it was supposedly off. And, you know what would really helped, Mandy? Hmm. If Ian would take its notes while we're doing the, while he's watching all these videos. <laughs> <laughs> I got two words for you. Go to hell. That's three. It wasn't. That wasn't it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, hey, speaking of the Beatles, though, real quick. So, I was at the record store today. I know. Surprise, surprise. And uh, I was like flipping through the R's. I don't know why. I just flipping through all the uh, like the the other albums, things that aren't by major artists or right. whatever. And you know what I came across? Ringo Starr. No. Mandy, any idea? Um. No. The Ruddles. Do you guys not know what the Ruddles are? No. The, the Ruddles were like the, you know, like Spinal Tap is like a fake band. Yeah. The Ruddles were the fake Beatles band. And they did like, uh, God, I, I figured you would, you definitely. I've heard the name, but it, for some reason it's just not clicking with me. Spinal Tap's a fake band? Well, they, yes, but they they made a, they made an album of music oh. for the movie. But Spinal, a movie? Yeah. This is Spinal Tap. It's a movie. Oh, yeah. Um, it was basically a spoof of rock, heavy metal rock bands. Yeah. And they were and the the Ruddles were the same thing. The Ruddles, the Ruddles had they were like a spoof. They were a spoof of the Beatles, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, they even had like this was an album that had like four different albums on it. It had uh, Meet the Ruddles. It had um, God, I don't remember what the other name of the albums were. I'm trying to scroll down through here and see. But they were like spoofs of different al- of of albums, also. Mm-hmm. The Wheat album, Hard Day's Rut. I don't think these were on them. <laughs> that's yeah. That's a that's a bit on the nose as far as spoofing. <laughs> oh, 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 God, Let It Rot. That was the last one. It's supposed to be like Let It Be. It looks exactly like Let It Be, but it was Let It Rot. Oh, uh, Sar- Sergeant Rudder's only darts club band. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> that's the I like one. that. I like that. <laughs> that was the other one that was on there. Um, Jesus, I was trying to remember. But, um, oh, um, one other thing, just to get back on the topic a little bit. Um, the evolution of the song Revolution 9, I think, had a play on when he died. Number 9 wasn't something. Well, I know that. that there's lots of different nines in John Lennon's life, like the building he lived at when he was uh, killed. He was like shot on 9th Street. Right. Uh, obviously, Revolution 9. Was, was it December 9th, too? Or December eighth. Uh, it was. I don't remember. Uh, it was December something. Yeah, I think maybe maybe it was the ninth. He was in the Beatles for nine years. Mm-hmm. There was like all these nines throughout John Lennon's life. I'm just. I'm glancing. Sorry about the the dead silence. Here. Oh, there won't be dead silence. Yeah, I'll <laughs> cut that out. Okay. <laughs> well, then never mind. That's going to mean absolutely nothing to the listener. What are, you, what are you looking at? Um, I just saw something about nine, and that's what reminded me about number the Revolution nine. And but there's also there's a bunch of different. Uh, Bunch of different. There's other Beatles conspiracies out there also. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So yeah, the one I, the album I was looking at it was it had Meet the Ruddles, it had the uh, Tragical Mystery Tour, it had uh, Sergeant Sergeant Rudders, and then it had Let It Rot. Those are the four yeah, Rudders Ruddles album. <laughs> that one, like but I said, is if you, I mean, look at it. It's, it, it looks like 
obviously people at home can't listen they can't That's see funny. what i'm showing you guys but they're just they're like yeah. spoofy covers yes spoofy. i can't believe you never heard of the ruddles for some reason i just i like i said i knew what i knew the name but it just never never clicked i, I think they had like a whole movie also well they would have had to because the beatles did their movies yeah Speaking of movies, do you know that between, like, I don't know, this isn't really on topic, between, like, I think it was, like, 1958 and 1961, that Elvis Presley made, like, 40-some movies in three years? Oh, so he's like a porn star. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Seriously, porn stars make, like, 100 movies a week. I'm sure well, my grandma knew that. What, porn? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> No, Nick. <laughs> I know. Oh, was she a big Elvis fan? Yes. Yeah, and you, you figure all the movies he made in that like three-year span. So at that time, he was probably the highest-paid actor in Hollywood. He was making all these movies, which some of them were like really terrible. And you figure he released an album for every single one of them, almost. Huh. There was like a soundtrack to all of his movies. Huh. Interesting, eh? Mm-hmm. Okay, back to topic. Yeah, the porn, star, the porn stars aren't putting out any music. <laughs> well, I mean, there is a soundtrack, but I don't know if you want to listen to that. <laughs> and, but that's what I'm saying is is that the, the porn stars aren't making the. Okay, this is to tie in with your Ruddles thing. Um, it's uh, on the Wikipedia page for just... Ah, um, uh, Wikipedia, the yes. authoritative source that is Wikipedia. I, I'm not giving it any credit i'm just stating where i'm getting my information from uh, under the pop culture significance of the paul is dead thing uh-huh. and it says there have been many references to the legend in pop culture including in the ruddles 1978 television film satirizing the beatles history all you need is cash <laughs> the identity of the alleged dead band member was transferred to george harrison to the george harrison uh-huh. character stig o'hara who is supposed to have died in a flash fire at a water bed shop. A what? <laughs> a flash fire at a water bed shop. <laughs> I think I need to see this movie. Uh, I I think I've watched it with you. I'm almost 100% no, sure. No, I've never seen I this. watched it with I've you. I've never seen this. Uh, and he was replaced by a Ma- Madame Tussauds wax model. <laughs> Building on Harrison's reputation as the quiet be- beetle, the Stig is dead theory was supported by his lack of dialogue in the film. Includes such as his trouserless appearance on the cover of the Ruddle Shabby Road <laughs> album. I don't think I've ever seen the cover of Shabby Road. It didn't, yeah. I, Obviously, I've seen Let It Rot and the other ones. Yeah, well, I'm just. I almost, I almost bought that album. I, I was, I was fucking dying when I was looking at that thing. <laughs> Might be worth it now. Um, apparently, uh, McCartney's played around with the hoax a little bit too. I guess I didn't even put this together. Yeah, he had a live album. He called Paul, Paul is, is Live. Here. Paul yeah. is Live. Yeah, but, Paul is Live. So. But uh, so there's other conspiracies too. So uh, there's a conspiracy theory that Richard Nixon had government spies placed on the band members because he thought they were communist sympathizers. Well, John Lennon was on his on his. That's kind of what I was getting at. So, so in 2007, records were released that actually showed that this was true. Yeah. That like the I don't know I didn't know about the Beatles, but I know Lennon himself yeah, and, that's, and yeah, Yoko that, Ono. That's what it was in the early 70s. He had. Uh, yeah, he had John Lennon and Yoko And to be followed. fair, they both were communist sympathizers. They were communists yeah. at, at heart. Well, they were Marxists, we'll say. That would be more accurate anyway. So they're Democrats. They're today's Democrats then? Because they're all... Yeah, today's really. Democrats are Marxist, Marxist uh, communists? 
It's a bit a of joke. a stretch, but yeah. <laughs> so there's another conspiracy theory that uh, John Lennon's killer was brainwashed by the CIA. Yes. <laughs> Which makes no sense. I mean... It does. It actually makes perfect sense because the CIA... So the, the CIA wanted John Lennon killed out of fear of John Lennon's power, right? What power did he have? His, his popularity had not dwindled, but it wasn't, it wasn't in 1980. It wasn't like he was moving anything around like on a social level like he was in 1970. I know that, but the, so the, why not have the, him fear, the, in the fear that the fear that he could. Why not have him killed in 1970? Because it took them. A, I don't know how long it took them, but it took them a while to brainwash Mark Chapman to kill him. And I'm buying it. Well, I'm, I'm not, not buying, buying a whole lot of it. I'm, I'm not yeah. buying the one that uh, Paul McCartney is also the Antichrist, <laughs> which has been what? What maybe? Nothing. Just... This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so he created Helter Skelter as a calling to push Charles Manson, Charles Manson, to embark on a murderous rampage. You know what's funny? And there's actually been religious figures that have called. Paul McCartney, the Antichrist. <laughs> yeah, but see, back then, all rock and roll was from the devil mm-hmm. anyway. But if you really think about it, to kind of tie it all, all together, it wasn't really Paul McCartney. That means this this homeless guy that didn't have a family was actually the real Antichrist, right? Theoretically, yeah, you're right. William, what did I say his name William was? William Campbell. Yeah, William Campbell. Yeah. Now, just a little side note, but it kind of ties a little bit. Um, in the last year or so, there's been a lot of stuff coming out that may have may put into question Charles Manson's the whole helter skelter thing. I hear the dogs barking. Yes. Is it the antichrist? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is probably Jack coming home, so. Yeah. Mm, probably another hour for the football game. Oh yeah, so he's watching the football game. Um, so Just that, So it kind of calls all the questions. It's 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 yes, basically there's some evidence to support the statement that Bugliosi, the the prosecuting yeah. attorney, did make up the helter skelter thing. Really? Yeah. Well, he's dead it, now, so he can't it doesn't really it doesn't change the himself. fact that the the Manson people committed the murders. It just takes out it, the motive, but it takes out the motive, which also is the the only thing they had tying Manson to the killings in the first place. Although he was present at the Labianca killings because he he tied them up. Yeah. But other than that, there's no connection. If you take the Helter Skelter thing out, there's no connection to the Tate, Tate murders the night, the night before. It was just a random act that they Well, did. it could have been their misinterpretation. Yeah. It, but again, it, the only connection that, man, that the law had on Manson to that was the Helter Skelter thing. And if you take that out of the equation, he might have been a bit more innocent than, than we, are, we were led to believe. Yeah. So. God, man. I don't know. It's... Uh... It's interesting. It doesn't change the fact that he was a Looney Tune. I mean, he was he was nuts. He was a, he was a, a lunatic who actually I yeah. I don't think all of his ideas were bad, but he, he was he was kind of crazy. If only Brad Pitt could have stopped him. I still haven't seen that. Movie. Oh my God, you you I know seen I have not once seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Not seen it yet. You didn't like you weren't a big fan of that movie, were you, Mandy? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> I, I I want to see it. I just I, I just, thought it was a fantastic movie until the end of it. And I was like, what the fuck. Mm. Which I mean, the ending wasn't terrible. It just, it was one of those movies where that's they rewrite history. But whatever, right. that's kind of well, that's his thing. He, yeah. I mean, he did the same thing with Glorious Bastards. Yeah. Oh well, of course. Yeah, obviously, because yeah. yeah. Hitler didn't turn himself over. Well, 
Oh, he Hitler. blew him, he blew up well, in that yeah, theater. Yeah, or die, burned, burned up in the theater. But. And then yeah, the the other guy, yeah, I, for, I forgot what his name was, but uh, Goebbels yeah. or whatever. Yeah, um, that was just a little side because you mentioned the Helter Skelter thing, and I just I th- I think that might be something we we can look into about maybe doing a whole show on. Oh, it might be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm always into the Helter Skelter and all that kind all of right. stuff. Because I mean. It, it, at its core, there's a lot of conspiracy stuff going on there, too. Mm-hmm. So we may touch on that later. So the last conspiracy I have mm-hmm. is about, and this isn't only to John Lennon. This has been said about other musicians throughout history. And that was John Lennon sold his soul to the devil. Yeah. How do you do that? Well, you say, depends. hey, devil, I'll make you a deal, I guess. Oh. Or you, the devil comes. Got your Ouija board well, out or something, and it was. I don't know if it started with, with the the blues musicians in the early eighteen late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Well, that's just because the one it's, that I it's know. It's really of. it's really deep embedded in in kind of the southern black music culture with the crossroads, devil at the crossroads. Okay, where you go to a crossroads and you bury something special at the in the at the heart of the crossroads, and the devil shows up. And you ask the devil for whatever it is you want, and you sign over your soul. Hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, it's I would believe that's myth and, and legend and superstition. But what are you talking about? I sold my soul for a podcast. I didn't. <laughs> Cause, it's a joke. I know. Uh, and if you did, you should get your fucking <laughs> money back. Because <laughs> there are better podcasts out yeah, there, I'm sure. What are you talking about? No, there's not. I know. Um, Robert Johnson is is a blues guy, and he, supposedly he did that. Yeah. There's a movie. Actually, you might like it, Mandy. It's an old movie. It's from 86, 80, I think 86, uh, called Crossroads. It's got Ralph Macchio in it. Hmm. Um, and he's like this classically trained guitar player, but he goes looking for this, I don't know if it's music that was written by this fan, famous guitar. I think it's Robert Johnson. I can't remember if it's in that story. But he meets this harmonica, this old blues harmonica player, and they go on this like road trip to find this thing. And... Apparently he had sold his soul to the devil and he was trying to get out of the deal. And But it's it's more of it's not supernatural in any way. It's just drama, but it's such a good movie. Kind of plays on that whole thing. But obviously this would be a different type of scenario, selling his soul, because I, I don't think there's many dirt crossroads or voodoo slash Christian mythology going on a lot. Because a lot of it was, was yeah. you know... African tribal religion and Christianity mixed together. Yeah. So there's a book written by Joseph Nizgouda. Nizgouda? Mm-hmm. I think it's my, I say the last name, whatever. But uh, he, it's a book called The Lenin Prophecy, where he writes that uh, Lenin was desperate to be more famous than Elvis. And they made a pact with the devil in exchange for success. Well, at least he got his money's worth. Yeah. Because I think he succeeded. <laughs> More famous than Elvis? Yeah, I would think so. I don't, at least I don't, equally I don't, famous. I don't know. At least equally famous. <sighs> I don't know, man. Was he famous on his own, or was he famous was partly for Beatles. being the Beatles, though? Both, so, though. But then can you equate it? I mean, Elvis was just Elvis. There would, was no other. Would Lennon have help. been as popular in his solo career if he hadn't been in the Beatles? No. That's the question I guess you should ask. Because right. no. The answer would be no, but he was equally famous, and uh, and more he, so because he he was, didn't have nearly the success. No, but that it, at least did. as far as like popularity that we kind of understand it now, him and Yoko were on talk shows all the time. They were out there, which by 
say 2020 standards, that's as popular as you get. If your people are seeing you on TV, no matter what you're doing, because that's what that's mm-hmm. what fame is. Now. I would argue By that Elvis yes. is probably the most famous musician ever. I don't know, man. Britney Spears is way. Oh up my there. God, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> God, maybe. By the way, the the record store that was one of the first albums that sold out. I See? guess Told was you. the "Oops, I Did It Again" yep. anniversary album. Was it? Does the cover the same with her in the schoolgirl outfit? That's yeah, not... yeah. Uh huh. Okay. I think it was, but it wasn't like the album. It was B sides. It was unreleased stuff. It, I think. If it had her circa nineteen ninety eight in a schoolgirl outfit, it's gonna sell. But you have to remember, though, Ian, people people are buying this without being able to see the cover. Oh, that's true. Because I'll tell you what, I don't like Britney Spears music, but I used to watch that video whenever it was on on mute all the time. <laughs> when that video hey, Mandy, came on, I would mute it. Mandy, that's wa- the watch. Oops, I did it again cover. Oh, she's got was, the gold. Oh, that's not what I was so saying. it's not the one. What's the, what's the, what was her first album then? Oh, Hit Me One hit More me. Time is the one I'm thinking of. Oh. That's hit. a schoolgirl one. Yeah. yeah. What, what was the name of that album, though? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just know that song because I used to mute that video and watch that video all the time. Cause... Hit My Baby Back Behind. <laughs> that was a spoof song of it. In 1998-99, Britney Spears made me tingly downstairs. Baby One More Time, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that. Yeah, that's the one I was Well, she's not a schoolgirl. Really school, well, no, but the Hit she, Me One More Time yeah. is in... The schoolgirl. I look gotcha. at that video now and I feel dirty even looking at it. Yeah, now. that one. But she's I mean, definitely because she was. She looks like she's like fifteen on the cover of that she, album. She's she she's very whiskey tango right now. Mm. Whiskey tango. Anyway. Yeah. She's Think about to be it, forty, Ian. man. Leave her alone. Hey, I'm over forty. I don't look that white trash, up. Ian. White trash. Uh, whiskey tango. I don't look all tore up like that. Give her. I, hey, I don't. I don't give. You give me shit. the evil eye, Mandy. Yes, I'm, I am. I'm not going to give Britney <laughs> shit. Get back to your Beatles conspiracy. No, I mean, just, just, I don't, I don't want, I will never give Britney Spears shit. I don't like her music, but the, the industry and fame put her through hell. Oh, so, oh absolutely. There's absolutely. no, whatever, I don't care how old she is I don't, and how torn up she may look, she's been through the ringer. So. Yeah. Yes. No, no question about yeah, it. Yeah, Absolutely. She was taken advantage of by and a by lot that of standard, and her, she and her is? parents, her parents were oh, yeah, took yeah. advantage of her also. Right. But by that standard, she is like Elvis because that's what the, the world did that to him too. Oh yeah, oh, you yeah. know his handlers, everything. He he was a puppet. That's why he was strung out on drugs because that's how they controlled him. They did the same thing to Judy Garland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elvis. I don't know. Elvis's drug use is at a whole new, whole different level than. <laughs> But I think probably uh, Michael Jackson's drug use is probably the only one that's but it's But think about this. it. Look at all the similarities between uh-huh. those three people. Oh, absolutely. All of them started very young. Yeah. All of them, you know, yep. it's, it's it, the industry did that to them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so that's all I'm saying. So that's why I, don't, I won't criticize Brittany for anything she's going through. Yeah, she may be white trash, but look what she went through to get there. To be yeah, that's true. There. She is from Louisiana. Yeah. Aaron Carter would be another example of that. <laughs> Just look at him. Oh, my God. I saw a picture of him lately. I didn't realize he was so trashy oh, now. Oh, yeah. He's got tattoos on his face and shit. Yeah. Hey, I got everyone that's listening to this podcast out there, uh, don't get tattoos on your face. No. not <laughs> you're, you're, Unless you're already famous, don't right. get tattoos on your face. Yeah. And to be fair, Aaron Carter was like 
past famous. He's not yes. still famous. Yeah. He's past famous. And at least like Post Malone was like kind of famous yeah, when yeah. he started tatting up his face. Unless unless you are independently wealthy, yeah, or in a family that is very very rich, you do not get a tattoo on your face because it guarantees that you will never have a job that'll pay you. In it's, any form that's going to be enough to sustain your life. It's on. not even about that, man. I, it I, is. Like every single person I've seen in the wild. You know, <laughs> in the wild? <laughs> Were they straight cats? <laughs> Might as well be. Yeah. Uh, every person I've seen like out in public that has like facial tattoos, they just look like the trashiest people on earth. <laughs> well, a lot of them are, but they you you could say I guess that- there's got to be to like wake up in the mirror, wake up in the morning, look yourself in the mirror and like. Damn, I look good with these stars tattooed across my face or the barcodes or whatever it is. I think that we equate the trashiness because, generally speaking, they're very lower income people because mainly because I think they have face tattoos. Maybe if they didn't spend so much money on facial facial tattoos. I, I have no problems. You can be tattooed all over. But make sure that you can cover it up, meaning you don't have tattoos below your wrist. You don't have tattoos above your neckline. Oh, I, I think tattoos above the neckline are okay. Uh, you start getting the trash. The higher you go, the trashier it gets. Because I've seen neck tattoos. Like people have tattoos on the back of their neck. That's not trashy. But it's easy if enough it's to on cover like, up. If it's on like, I think it's on the side, especially on the front of your neck right. and on your face and the top of your head, that's a no-no. <laughs> I just say if you can't cover those, it up. Those are the no-no places. If you can't cover it up <laughs> for a job interview, don't get it. That's my. That's. My I guess you can wear a mask. <laughs> in a job interview. Yeah, just wear a Donald Trump mask. In a job interview. Yes. At Halloween City. <laughs> that's my point. You know, you you can get a job at a restaurant or a fast food restaurant, maybe as a cook. As a cook, because they don't give a shit what you look no, like. No, exactly. You can. You. What do you think, Mandy? Do if, any of the Beatles have tattoos? No, I, have no idea. I don't think so. Not that I mean. Well, Ringo has that big tattoo on the side of his face. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> He's got what fuck you th- and you right under his eyes. <laughs> I know. I don't. To each their own. I don't need to concern myself with someone else's body. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah. Whatever you do to yourself is but your that's, business. That's, I don't like business, it. But yeah. I think it's ugly. But it's your and... business. But in my opinion, I think the second you get a face tattoo, you are telling the world that you only want to work minimum wage for the rest of your life. Yeah. Except for those usually aren't the people that are making minimum wage. Yeah. <laughs> people with face tattoos are the famous people. Well, that, that's fine. If you got money, do whatever the fuck you oh, want. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you're you Mike know. Tyson. Yeah. Mike Tyson, your facial tattoo looks cool. Please don't Ew. punch me in the face. No. <laughs> Mike Tyson, I don't like your tattoo. You punch me in the face, I'm going to sue you and have your money. And then you, then that tattoo is going to look even worse. Then you can buy yourself a tiger. I don't want a tiger. That's what he did. He bought like a bunch of tigers. Well, he's him. rich. He can do whatever he wants. Michael Jackson bought a monkey. I think those were. I think those were a different reason, though. No, I think he bought the monkey just to for entice fun. the children. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't a, know. That's I, a whole different I watched that. I, I watched that Finding, Finding Never, Never. Finding Neverland is fucked up. It is, but I. I still didn't. I don't think it presented. Um, Obviously, uh, accusations, and it presented yeah. the people who were making the accusations, and it, and it, but it didn't present any evidence. It presented everything in a very one-way fashion. I do, right? Yeah, but I it, but it, I don't even. It was all hearsay to me. I don't. Yeah. There was mm-hmm. no. There's no factual there's information. No, yeah, nothing that. Is, Which all that stuff is never going to be able to be proven anyway. Right. If if you believe the rumors, everyone was very well paid off. So right. Yeah. So I don't know. 
I'm sorry. You can't pay me enough to let somebody diddle my children. No. Though. So, I mean, I, I don't know. That's why I don't. It's hard to buy into some of that stuff, though. But we do know that there are people out there who you can buy. Oh, yeah. So. But uh, I don't know. Anything else you guys want to add? That's kind of all I had for the conspiracy stuff. Nope. No. That, no. That's about it. I. It's still very fascinating. I. It, it, look into it and look at the album covers because that's. It's fun. They're, they're, it yeah, is it's fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, the the Sergeant Pepper. Like I said, the the bottom, the 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 floral arrangement around the bottom is supposed to be like a funeral arrangement. I know there was always something about the patch. I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah. And I think there's something. There's other things in there too, but I don't remember what they were. I don't know. I I read a bunch of stuff. I just picked out. Some this of the would big have probably ones. been a good show to have my dad like maybe on, but yeah, we'd have to do it through Zoom or something. Yeah. So. Maybe someday. Maybe maybe someday we'll v- revisit the topic. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if he does listen to this episode, he'd be like, "Oh, you forgot a bunch oh, of shit." Oh, he's gonna. <laughs> he, he, when we he, he listened to the Tull episode, he's like, "Why didn't you mention this? Why didn't you mention this? Why didn't you mention that?" I'm like, "Look, did, we, it should, was the longest show we ever did." No, it wasn't. I thought it was. It was the second longest. Second longest. Still, it was almost. It was two hours, right? Yeah, over two hours. Yeah, I said there was. We covered as much as we could. Just you know. <laughs> anyway. But, but yeah, he'll he'll get us on this one for sure. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I got though. Uh, Mandy, thanks for coming on the podcast with us. It's, yes. Hey. Hopefully, you'll be on here more often. Yeah. Maybe next time I'll know the topic and I can have some. Uh... You didn't even know the topic when no. you came on. You're getting you, you got Ian skills. <laughs> she kind of knew the topic. You told me the other day what you were gonna do, but yeah, I don't know. That's that it that's was you got mad Ian just, skills. You come on. You just I wanted talk pizza or... tonight, and he said, "If you want pizza, you gotta oh, come on the show." Oh, you bribed her onto the show. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> wow. But I got my pizza. What do you have to yeah. do to get sex? <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. Yeah. I said fuck like seven times already. I know. Trust me. We know. We know. We know. We know. Why? And you know what's so funny is I don't notice it. I just talk. That's how I talk when I'm not at work. Uh-huh. And when I'm at work, I'm paid. So I, I know to watch my mouth. Anywhere else, I don't care. Yeah. But at you work. He doesn't care if he at curses. Work, <laughs> he doesn't care if he curses in front of a woman. No, I don't. I really don't. Words are fucking words. <laughs> But here's the thing. At work, he drops the F-bomb all the goddamn oh, time. At work. Super loud, because you know how his voice is. Uh-huh. But I'm the bad guy who fuck, who, ta- who says these words in my private time. Obviously, I care more about what I say on the podcast than I do at work. Yes, apparently so. Because there's been times where he's like said, what the fuck? Or, and it's super loud. I'm like, there's two fucking doctors there that all they have to do is talk, talk to our boss, and you're gone. <laughs> no, gone, that's gone. not true. Still. I gone. They don't fire you for things like that. I would. <laughs> well, tough shit. Cause there's, right, because there's a time and a place. Podcasting. The time and place is when I say it is. Oh, Lord. Right, and, on that and now you know why when he gives me shit about cursing on the podcast, I still haven't fucking stopped. <laughs> well, thanks for being on the show, Mandy. Yeah, like so I said, hopefully you'll be on here more often. Okay. Yes. That's all I got, All the guys. topics are always going to be fun like this. Okay, good. Yeah. Always. This is, that's the whole point that's of this That's the whole point show. of the podcast. No more, no more negativity. All right. Ne- like no, more, no more negative Ian. Well, I can't promise that. <laughs> <laughs> but the topics won't be negative. So check us out on Facebook and on uh, Twitter and all that. What's our Twitter handle, Ian? I know this is only the second episode. What's our Twitter handle? Uh, At? We are lizard, lizard people, PPL. Yes. it's We are lizard PPL. 
Huh. We are lizard people. That's what our Twitter handle is. See, I, I told I, you I would remember that one. I I I had a hard it, 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 after 130 episodes <laughs> of the Life and Draw podcast. Ian still didn't know the, nope. the Twitter. He asked me, Second yeah. episode, he's got this one. Yeah, because it it stands out. It's a good choice because it stands out. I remembered it. So yeah, find us on Twitter on uh, on. What are you doing, Mandy? Trying to figure out how to add you on Twitter, but I don't know how to add people. <laughs> oh, I think you already follow us because I just used the because it used to be at Lig Pod and I just changed oh. the, the handle. So you should already have us on there. Okay, I don't even know where I find where I follow people. <laughs> you go to the little magnifying glass and then look us up. I, I I'll take this moment to confess that I have I have not been on Twitter this entire year. I don't like Twitter. I don't either. Really? Yeah. I don't find anything fascinating. I I'm, can't just I, scroll I, through Twitter. I'm more definitely more on Instagram. Yeah, I can scroll through Instagram and find stuff that's fascinating, see other people's pictures, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Facebook, I still go through as much as I hate it. Yeah. TikTok's my new gig, but you don't really can't do anything on Yeah, TikTok. I got Ian addicted. <laughs> Ian and Mandy both addicted to TikTok, TikTok and yeah. then I dumped it. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Yeah. He's like, oh, this is the funniest thing. I'm like, I don't want another. He's like, yo, you're so old. I'm like, fine. I'll, I sign up. A week later, he's like, TikTok. What's that <laughs> called? Huh? What's it called? We the Lizard People. The. Oh, see, I said we are the Lizard yeah. People. Yeah. No, we the Lizard PPL. Oh, reality redefined. Yes, that's us. I'm following you. you. you also, Do we have an Instagram too? <laughs> no, the Instagram is just my Instagram, which is just all full of records. If you want to look at that, right? No. What, Mandy? Nothing. Don't you post? Don't you post our things on Instagram though, or like share it on Instagram? I thought you. Did. I was I was posting Life in Journal on there when we were doing live videos, but not. Uh, I don't post the. I guess I do. Uh, Maybe I will. I don't know. Who the hell knows? I'll figure it all out. It's only episode two, Nick. Calm down. Simmer down. Why is it all left up to me? Why don't you post on your Instagram? Because I don't even know how to post it. Oh, yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, we're on uh, Twitter. Find us on on Facebook and all that jazz. You can email us at, do you know the email address, Ian? That one I don't remember. Pod. Yeah, that. At gmail.com. Yep. That's all I got, man. I'm good. Mandy? All right. Thanks for being on the show. All right. Until next time, talk to y'all later. Peace. Play my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you took over, you wanna hang. Shoulder to shoulder, them niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas I, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub, hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Know they see the sign. That's some dollar sign. Know they sick as fuck. Know they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Know you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the god, Billy. Oh shit. Right now. Who down for that party? Who down for some bitches who showing their bodies? Swear to God.